Good evening and welcome to the Dr. Zeus podcast. It's Thursday, or as I like to say, Friday and a half. Last night we discussed Disney Plus, The Mandalorian, Adina Howard, and David Bowie. And tonight, I guess we'll discuss... Um, well, what is... I mean, uh, Oscar season. Oscar season is upon us. Next week are the nominations. Who's going to get it? Who's not going to get it? I still haven't watched Joker. I've been told, oh, it's so amazing. Okay. But Joaquin Phoenix, I don't. Maybe that's part of his shtick. You know, you got to remember his family was in a cult. If you look up Joaquin Phoenix and you look up River Phoenix, that's why they're so messed up. Their whole family was in a cult. Their real na- last name isn't even Phoenix. I think it's Bottom. <laughs> um, I I don't know if their mom's maiden name was Top, but you know, who who's guessing right there? But you know, Joaquin Phoenix. I mean, the Phoenix family. Joaquin and River were in these movies. River was nominated for an Academy Award. Um, for I forget what it was called. And then Joaquin, you know, he was nominated for Gladiator and for playing Johnny Cash and in the movie The Master, which is such a weird movie. And then he will probably be nominated for The Joker or Joker. I don't know. Yeah. Now, see, if he was in Venom, that would be an interesting crossover because Venom is Marvel. And the, the new Venom movie is supposed to come out in October of this year. And here's the thing. If anyone should have been nominated for an Oscar and it's in a superhero movie, it should have been Tom Hardy for Venom. Oh my God. Well, first of all, you got to take into consideration his accent. He has a very thick British accent. He's doing probably a Brooklyn accent and Venom. Um, he does his own stunts. Him and Venom argue. It's like, the dynamic duo. That's what we're going to talk about tonight. We're going to talk about Venom. Um, I remember when I watched it with my friend, she was like, what is this? You told me it was going to be scary. It's kind of funny. And it was. It was funny. <coughs> That's the thing with Marvel. <clears throat> you get your money's worth with Marvel, okay? You know, you get a, you get this Academy Award nominee a, nominated actor in Venom who was in The Revenant Oh, Lord, that movie, The Revenant, which got Leo DiCaprio, his Oscar. Oscar Schmoschker, okay. When Gary Oldman won for the Oscar, I was very happy because I I watched Darkest Hour, where he's playing Winston Churchill, and he was brilliant. But I think a lot of us wish he would have been nominated for Dracula, because that performance is creepy and the academy is now just starting to embrace the creepy i mean the creepiest they ever embraced was hannibal lecter but it's anthony hopkins come on do you know anthony hopkins his win is almost like a presidential win he won in a 94 percent landslide that means that the entire acting branch voted for him for the silence of the lambs in 1992 i mean you know nick nolte and them didn't have a chance 
And and if you ever watched the YouTube video of Sir Anthony Hopkins winning, you notice that he gets a standing ovation and everyone is clapping. Even Nick Multi. Who when doesn't when he doesn't win, he doesn't clap. Or sometimes he does clap. But you know the Oscars they don't like it when you say it's a popularity contest. So it's hard to sometimes take them seriously. <sighs> Last year's winners. Let's see. Okay, you had Mahershal Ali for Green Book. You already have an Oscar. Um, you have Regina King for um, uh, what was the movie called? That's sad that I forgot, but she's good. She deserved it. And then you have Best Actor, Rami Malek, who I, I like as an actor, and I like Mr. Robot. I hated that Queen movie. He didn't deserve the win. I'm sorry. And then, of course, you have Olivia Coleman, who beat out Glenn Close, but not enough people watched The Wife, and a lot of people watched The Favorite, and I, and I was actually happy when she won. I'm such a fan of Olivia Coleman's. I love the favorite. I thought the film was hilarious. It was dark, but it was hilarious. I mean, it, it begins with bunnies and ends with bunnies. You know? So this year, let's see. I hope that Renee Zellweger is not the front runner. I mean, come on. You're playing a fictional Judy Garland? Oh, God. Talk about chestnuts roasting on an open fire. I've heard good things about her, but not about the performance. I'll tell you that. You know, Liza will not touch it. Um, you know, uh, what's her other daughter? Uh, Lorna Love won't touch it. Joey Love really hasn't said anything on it. But, you know, if the family's against it, they're not against Renee. They're just against the film. So that makes sense, doesn't it? Um, Laura Dern is a front runner and best supporting for uh, Marriage Story, which I haven't seen yet. Bradley Pitt is front and center for Once Upon a Time in America. I haven't seen yet. Um, best actor, they're saying it's between Joaquin Phoenix and... Um, um, Adam Driver, but I don't buy that. I think it's just Joaquin Phoenix. Adam Driver, eh. that's like giving Kylo Ren the Oscar. Are you really going to give Kylo Ren the Oscar? Wouldn't that be creepy? And then Daisy Ridley's going to come up and, you know, they're, they're going to kiss and it's going to be like Star Wars. Cue the lightsabers. Mm. So let's see here. Um,. Best picture, I'm just going to say 1917. But see, the Academy likes surprises. So what I think they're going to do is there's going to be maybe two or one of the actors, Colin Firth in 1917, maybe in a supporting. There's going to be some surprise acting nominations for 1917 because it's a it's a best picture. They need some some acting meat, you know. Um, I think the film is going to win... I haven't even seen it yet. Isn't that sad? And I think it's going to win. Okay. I should go see it and then I'll, I'll come back. 
Let's leave that half half empty right there. Now, Sam Mendes. Sam Mendes won about 20 years ago for American Beauty. Now, I would like if Downtown Abbey got some love and Maggie Smith got a supporting nomination. I love Maggie Smith. The film snuck in there. But, if, you know, if anything, you know what's going to sneak in there is probably the Avengers Endgame. The Avengers Endgame was so good, so powerful, so fitting. Um, it really does deserve a bow to kind of say this is what we did and it was and it was perfect. You know, I mean, you know, you've got a good movie when there's a moment in there, which I won't say, where it takes your breath away. And I remember everyone around me started to cry and I didn't have time to cry. And I think you all know what I'm talking about. If you've seen Avengers Endgame, then, yeah, it was, it was a good moment. It was a good moment. It was a sad moment. But the way they ended the Avengers was perfect. You know, they gave someone the ending that they always deserved. So, yeah, I mean, who, the, the Academy usually doesn't always get it right. I mean, come on. You know, oh, let's give it to so-and-so. You know, um, here's here's the thing. I would have liked to have seen last year go to Bradley Cooper instead of Rami Malek because at least Bradley Cooper did his own singing. Rami Malek, you know, um, and yeah, you know, and and he produced. Um, well, he directed, you know, Lady Gaga, and that would have been good. That would have been the cherry on the cake. He's been nominated several times without a win, so we'll see how this goes. Okay. And as always, with the Dr. Zeus podcast and the new format of pop culture and film, because I don't want to talk about politics right now, unpleasant dreams.